I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Come through, queen. I want to see you. Come through, queen. everyone it's dan and brendan and this is come through queen hey brendan hello daniel how's it going good how are you i'm pretty good uh we should probably explain what's going to be happening in the next few weeks since bravo's kind of just not airing new episodes of anything for a little while yeah so after um this week, there will be no new episodes of Beverly Hills in New York for a few weeks because yeah. apparently editing is much more difficult to do remotely. So they're basically like behind. Yeah. Which is so, understandable. So we're going to be covering last week's episode of New York that we have not discussed yet. This week, uh, we'll release our episodes earlier in the week starting next week. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we'll cover this week's uh, Roni next week. And then also we thought All Search 5 has kicked off and it's off to a great start Mm -hmm. and it's the perfect time for us to jump back into that. uh... Yeah. If you don't watch RuPaul's Drag Race, um, All Search 5 should be available like through like any VH1 app or like whatever. So if you can keep up, try to keep up with us. We know it's a little bit different because it's not a Bravo show, but yeah. It is our roots. Back in the day, we did cover it. It just got to be too much with so many Bravo shows. But I got, I got to say, we've definitely converted a bunch of people that have mentioned it in the <laughs> Facebook group that they started watching Drag Race because we talked about it. And I don't think anyone regrets it. Yeah. Welcome. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. And then we'll have some stuff we're planning out uh, while Housewives are not airing later on in June. So 
Look forward to that. Tune in. So yeah, I want to say I uh, appreciate anyone who listened to last week's episode. It was obviously very different from usual. I think also it's kind of like things are different than usual going forward. Uh, mm-hmm. Especially, I I feel like you you can't watch these shows now without thinking about um, you know racism in America and everything. So mm-hmm. we're going to continue to watch these Bravo shows with that lens, I guess. Yeah. And I mean, like, I think there's like people out there, there's like a narrative of like, quote unquote, when are things going to go back to normal and like stop discussing that. And it's, I think our job to actually not make it go back to quote unquote normal. Yeah. I mean, we definitely talked about some of the things that caused some firings and we'll get to that later in the past. Mm -hmm. Uh, But I think it's important to like continue to pay attention to what's going on on the show and off the show. Totally agree. So over this past weekend, we were part of a campaign with some other Bravo podcasts and Instagram accounts that saw that Bravo was going to be doing this special with um, hosted by Justin, the lady sitter with Portia, Candy, and Giselle, and we thought, hey, Bravo, it would be a good idea for you to air it on TV. Yeah. Uh, So we, like, pulled together a few people with the help of Sarah from Andy's Girls um, and pushed that out over the weekend. Just, like, a a small thing that we can help contribute to, like, keep the conversation going, I think. Yeah. Um, And... On Saturday night. The same day that we posted that letter. Yeah. Bravo released um, news that they would be doing a two-part Watch What Happens Live special that kind of turned into three parts. Yeah. um, About racism in America and Black Lives Matter. The first Mm -hmm. one was with um, Andy, uh, W. Kamal Bell, and Portia. And then that was two episodes. And then the second one... Um, was with uh, 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 Tamron Hall. Yes. Tamron Hall and Candy. Candy. Yeah. So first I wanted to just discuss the Instagram Live, which I did tune in for. Mm -hmm. I thought it was great. Actually, Bravo has subsequently edited it and posted it on their website as well. Okay. So if you don't want to watch like on your phone, uncomfortably on your phone you could queue that up on your laptop or something Mm -hmm. um the porsche interview occurred first and i I would say it was definitely like the most engaging just because like porsche has been really in the heat of this all Mm -hmm. in terms of like her history with the movement and what she's actually been doing in terms of protesting totally um so she had like a lot of experience to talk about in terms of past and present. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you know what I found like really annoying is a lot of the comments on this, this IG live leading up to it and, uh, and the watch what happens live are people in the comments being like, is not Porsche the one who said like, where's the underground railroad, blah, blah, blah. As oh, if, yeah. I find that annoying too. As if the episode aired last week. And, I know. And like, People just don't ever learn or grow from there. 
It aired her first season, which was how many years ago at this point? Yeah. Wild. Especially, like, if you're paying attention, if you're following Instagram, then you know that, like, Portia's been out here doing shit. Exactly. So, I mean, obviously that was frustrating, but it was great to see her, um, as well as Giselle and Candy. And it was exciting that it was exciting to see that we got would get even more of Candy on Watch Friends Live. I know. And Candy like wasn't afraid to like call out the systems in place that are like causing some of these issues. Yeah. In- including like lately calling out Bravo to their faces and on their platforms. Yeah. Well, even on the Instagram live, Candy had agreed with our sentiment in terms of like, oh, we should be airing this on television. Yeah. Uh but first the Porsche and uh, w kamal bell episodes i thought it was interesting to see w kamal like in real time respond to Portia. like mm-hmm. I, I could feel like he was probably skeptical of how to go at first and then you could see him falling in love with her like throughout the ep- the two episodes yeah and but he did do a good thing where that i thought like Andy kind of talked about that sentiment at one point and, like, tried to, like, almost make fun of Portia. Like, isn't it crazy? Like, you thought you were coming on with a housewife and yada, 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 and Andy yeah. called it out, and I thought it was so annoying that he called it out, but, like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kamal was like, well, no, like, I know black women and yeah. how how brilliant they are, so, yeah. like, yeah. Yeah. So, I believe those are up on Hulu now, if you have that. On, like obviously you could like pull that up off of watch weapons live or on um, hey you um, on hey for you our british yeah. and irish friends uh in terms of the candy and tamron episode the part that really stuck with me was when andy kicked it off with saying like tell us about your earliest racist memories and both of them were kind of like we don't want to talk about that yeah oh my god it's like reliving our trauma vibes yeah but i think the point that they were also trying to make was like we don't want to make it seem like this is something that is in the past. Like mm-hmm. we are dealing with something that is in the present right now. So why would we want to like distant, like bring up some distant memory? Totally. You know? Yeah. It, this isn't the same, but it kind of reminded me of when at the end of a drag race season, RuPaul will hold up a big photo of like when a queen was like a kid yeah. and make them like say what they would have said to their younger self. Yeah. 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 I see that. Yeah. Uh, anything else on that before we move over to the trouble at pump? No. Okay. So besides, you know, our request of just airing that IG live special on TV, people, since everything has happened uh, in this country, like the Bravo fanatics are calling for Many different people would be fired. Mm-hmm. You got the Kelly Dodd. You got um, Stassi, Kristen Duty. Mm-hmm. Has anyone else like been Jacks. mentioned heavily? Jax. I feel like there there was a few other housewives like Ramona has, and I'm yeah. I can't I can't tell if it's like stemming from her All Lives Matter post or like something else. Yeah, I think it was mostly the All Lives Matter thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I think also to some extent the Kim Zolciak of it oh, all. Oh yeah, Kim. Yeah, definitely. As well. 
Yeah. However, so far, uh, two people have been, well, four people actually. Four people, yeah. Yeah. So let's discuss that. From Variety, uh, they reported this week, one week after former Vanderpump Rules cast member Faith Sowers revealed that two of the show's original cast members, Saucy Schroeder and Kristen Duty, had reported her to the police for a crime she had nothing to do with. A Bravo spokesperson confirmed to Variety that Schroeder and Duty won't return to the show. Additionally, new cast members Max Boyens and Brett Capriani, whose past racist tweets were uncovered after the most recent season premiered in January, also will not return. On Tuesday, Bravo issued a statement saying, Bravo and Evolution Media confirmed today that Stassi Schroeder, Kristen Duty, Max Boyens, and Brett Capriani will not be returning to Vanderpump Rules. So, wow. I mean, what Stassi and Kristen did was, like, actual violence against their cast member. Yeah. So, this is very appropriate. I mean, this is obviously all very appropriate, but, like, that, I think, is, like, the big thing probably keeping Bravo at this line so far and not going further yet. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. Well, especially when you go into the facts of the case too, it's so psychotic. Mm -hmm. Like it sounds like they were at some bar reading an article about a black woman who the police were looking for, for some crime. And Mm -hmm. they just thought they solved the crime and that it was faith Based it's, off of like the stupidest, like the evidence, evidence in their mind, the evidence was like Faith had allegedly stolen a jacket from that Logan guy. Yeah, and like they thought the jacket that this woman was wearing looked like Logan's jacket. But if you see side besides, people have pulled up photos of Logan wearing jackets, and there's like a few options of like jackets it could be, and yeah. none of them look like this. Yeah. So there's that. There's obviously also the Stasi comments after uh, La La Land lost to Moonlight. Oh my God. <laughs> and that clip has resurfaced with her crying when confronted about it by Billy. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so that's where that is. So Lisa Vanderpump responds, and this is from CNN. Lisa Vanderpump says she can now, quote, freely speak from the heart after cast members from her show Vanderpump Rules were fired following allegations of racism. Spoiler alert, there doesn't seem to be much in her heart. Um, (laughs) Part of her statement says, quote, I love and adore our employees, and I'm deeply saddened by the lack of judgment that has been displayed. As many of you know, after watching me for 10 years, I've always been an equal rights activist and ally. My friend, my family, my businesses... And I condemn all forms of cruelty, racism, homophobia, bigotry, and unequal treatment. We've never tolerated. We've never tolerated it in the workplace of our or our lives. While only you only see a fraction of our employees on the show, a specific friend group across all of our companies, we have always been a diverse group of people, every color, ethnicity, and sexual orientation. So, <clears throat> a few things about the statement. First of all. We have seen Lisa Vanderpump advocate for equality, but specifically for the LGBTQ community, because just because you're an ally and support the LGBTQ community doesn't mean that you're standing up against racism. Second of all, the list that she lists of we've always, I condemn all forms of quote, cruelty, racism, homophobia, bigotry. The cruelty there seems to be, 
a reference to animal cruelty. I know. <laughs> and like, it's like, we're not talking about that right now. We're not talking about any of those other things about, but racism. I know. She wants to hang her hat on this like dog crusade. And that mm-hmm. has nothing to do with what's going on. I mean, someone posted this in our Facebook group. There was a page six article where Faith had given a quote that said something along the lines of, if George Floyd was a dog, Lisa would be marching in the streets. And I believe that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, this is such, it's probably like the worst statement I've seen in like the past few weeks. My advice to anyone writing a statement on something like this is to be specific you know the thing you know like the gif of the vixen from drag race saying too vague too vague that's this yeah definitely too vague okay so uh andy finally spoke about this as well during his serious xm show so this is what he had to say there's so much happening in the bravo universe i will say this so much talk about vanderpump rules and then of course the reunion ended up airing last night I will say this about what happened. I absolutely support Bravo's decision. I think it was the right decision. And I want to remind people, because I've been getting so many tweets and messages about whatever, Vanderpump Rules and about Southern Charm and other shows. I am not, I don't, I feel like I need to remind people this all the time. I'm not in charge of programming at Bravo anymore. I'm not an executive producer of Vanderpump Rules. I don't have anything to do with the show except I love it and that I host the reunions. Um. To me, it's like you have probably the most power outside of like the like executive Bravo leadership. You have like some of the most power at that organization, whether or not you executive produce these shows or not. So it's like stand up for what you believe in. I know it's interesting. If if, I feel like it's it feels like he's kind of just like distancing himself from the problem, Mm -hmm. which I don't think is like the right way to go about it. Yeah, not a great look at all, I would say. Um, We're not going to, like, go deep into the reunion because I think both of us were feeling... I mean, they were, like, fired the day of the reunion, weren't they? Or, like, the day before? I think it might have been... No, I think it was the day of. Yeah. And I, like, I, like, watched it, but I also just was, like... "Hmm." Yeah, it was interesting to... Like, the, the, the clip that stands out in my mind is Judy saying, like, it's over. I'm done. I'm I'm out of here. I'm not filming. It's like, oh, little do oh. you know. I know. And then there's that thing that's been coming up. Like, some people keep on posting an Instagram post of Stassi's from earlier this year, or maybe it was last year when she was on Watch Rap is Live with Kyle Cook and Andy, and she was like, "At Bravo, never fire me because I'll miss moments like this too much." And yeah. Months later. The thing is about Stassi is like, she'll be fine. She will, she has like her brand or whatever and she has her loyal ass fans. So she'll like turn this into like some podcast. I mean, some people are saying that she's going to go full on like Tommy Laren and go like alt-right. Yeah. I could see her transitioning to like Mommy Bloggerville or like something like that. Mm-hmm. Kristen, I have no idea. I know. I mean, up until uh, this past up until like the announcement of the firing, she was posting like James May stuff. Yeah. And she had her, her book came out like this week, last week. I, I know that is truly <laughs> the worst timing that book could have ever come out. And like the publishing company, like distanced themselves. So. Yeah. 
Uh, we still are going to get one more part. Oh, yeah. I'm curious to see if, if there's any sort of like sherry pie black screen before the episode. I mean, they might, though it feels to me like MTV and Viacom and VH1 take matters a little more seriously than Bravo does. Bravo huh. hopes like to sweep it under the rug. I could be wrong, but like I've yeah. heard someone in our Facebook group was talking about how like MTV has had incidents where cast members have been racist in the past and like fired them immediately without like being majorly called out by yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. So we'll see. I mean, like the best move would be to do like a card at the beginning and say that we're donating like the salaries of these people to like the equivalent of the salaries to these, of these people to organizations or something like that. Yeah. That that would be a good move. Okay. Let's then talk about the season premiere of RuPaul's Drag Race All-Stars 5. Perfect. Okay. So we had already seen the entry to the workroom, mm-hmm. uh, but this was kind of like a longer version of it. I yeah, gotta the- say, Shay being the first one to walk in. Feels right. Feels so right, especially mm-hmm. with her saying, I'm black, mm-hmm. as like what she's saying when she walks in. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, she is the person to beat. She is definitely the front runner. Um, it hasn't felt quite like this to me since All-Stars 2 with Alaska coming in Mm -hmm. and like someone who just had like, she she had it, she had to win it. She has to win it. Yeah. On the other side of the coin, the person walking in who truly feels like, have you learned nothing is Derek Berry coming in again as Britney Spears. Coming in as Britney, but saying that they want to use all-stars to distance themselves from Britney. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I don't know. I will say Derek Berry does give good talking head and good fight in the, like in the show, entertaining to watch. Yeah. I mean, well, I mean, that was the, like the gas in the engine of this first episode really was mm-hmm. that fight between Derek and India. Yeah. And who would have thought India would be such a such a focal point of this All-Stars kickoff? I know, but, like, she's got something to prove. Yeah. Although I do think at the same time, this is, like, an instance that possibly, like, she's going to burn bright mm-hmm. and fast, you know? Yeah. She uh, entered wearing... Her look was actually either done by the same person or heavily inspired by when Gaga walked into the workroom at the beginning of season nine. I read mm. that somewhere. Interesting. I did like the, the flash, the flashback to her and Phoenix, I believe her name was mm-hmm. looking alike. And then India and Ms. Cracker were wearing a very similar color. I know. So India just can't like get a, get a break. Yeah. <laughs> Ms. Cracker. Her her wig is always seems way too heavy to me or too big for her head or too long. Cause yeah. she's like a very small person, but like what she wears to me like bogs her down even more. Am I alone in this? 
I think I, mean, I, said, I said it when we covered her season. I mean, when show. we covered her season, I was truly not a fan. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't think much has changed for me there. I also kind of think with Derek gone after this first episode, she's going to become the villain, perhaps. Okay. I don't know. I can't, but like, at the same time, I feel like World of Wonder loves Cracker. Yeah, and the fans love Cracker. Like the like the same crowd who like loves like Trixie and Katya, I think loves Cracker. But I wonder if the rest of the cast are going to turn on her. Maybe. Yeah, I don't know. But the library was open with Ricky Martin. Mm-hmm. What did you feel about this library moment? There were some really good moments. Ms. Cracker had a good moment. With her ending on Blair. Mm, yeah. Um, that was good. I mean, Jujubee killed it, of course, because Jujubee is so good at this. I think Jujubee's first reading challenge is when I truly fell in love with her. Yeah. Like like I said before, Jujubee is like the reason I love Drag Race. Jujubee was the winner of the very first reading challenge. Mm-hmm. And she won again. Well, she shared mm-hmm. the win this time with Blair. I mean, Juju mm-hmm. was amazing. Uh, I gotta say, Blair, her delivery was really good. Mm-hmm. She's impressed me by like how she's broken out of her shell a little bit. It's truly, I I said this when we talked about uh, all stars like coming back and and uh, the entrance looks. It's truly the the Tinsley Mortimer glow up. Mm-hmm. She's now like a. I got a whole new look, a whole new attitude. And she's not that far from her original season. So that's kind of impressive. Yeah. I think she had some big life changes in between. Mm. And we have, sadly, Angina flopping during the reading challenge. (laughs) (laughs) She was kind of just making statements. She said to Shay, she was like, Shay, you came to slay. And... Shay was like, is that a question? <laughs> and then for for Alexis Mateo, she's like, well, Alexis, you're a front runner to win because you'll be the first Puerto Rican queen and the first to win. And Alexis is like, okay. <laughs> thank, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> uh, yeah, so they tie. And then we ha- get what the maxi challenge is going to be, which we knew what it was going to be anyway, because they've been doing the variety show for years now. Yeah. And I like that they've kind of expanded it beyond talent show to variety show. Cause the first season of all stars, when they did a talent show, yeah. it was always like weird. Like they would name what the talent was. It was like Fifi uh, O'Hara doing acapella. Yeah. 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 I like but that. In- they're, they're giving them space to do just like lip syncing if they want to. But the problem was that they <laughs> they kind of tied the Work the World tour promotion to this uh, variety show. I know nobody's attending tours right now. Yeah, Ru- I, I'm surprised they left in Rue saying, like, go to RuPaul'sDragRace.com to find out, like, when <laughs> the show's coming to your <laughs> town. <laughs> I wonder what, like, when... Because the girls have been announcing show dates for a few months out. Mm-hmm. Like, when is that actually going to happen? 
I don't know. I mean, like everything seems to be opening back up right now. I know people are running out into the streets. And Literally. Then, and then the numbers seem to be running up. <laughs> I know. Ugh. Okay. So while the girls are getting ready, we learn about the drama between Derek and India. Yeah. So India quit her space at this one club in Vegas. In Parada, Derek- which is where Alex and I went to and saw Kahana Muntries. Oh, yeah. And Kahana fell in love with Alex, right? Yep. Um, also the same trip of my favorite story about y'all that we won't get into. Um, and Nebraska Thunderfuck took India's spot and then apparently like did a number that was making fun of India. Yeah. And then India called Nebraska a pig in a wig. Yeah. And Derek was offended by that. But it's like, everyone's a pig in a wig. <laughs> like, you're, you're going to like hate this girl forever because of that. Right. Okay, let's talk about the numbers. Alexis Mateo, the sickening no Puerto Rican extravaganza. Loved it. It was amazing. High energy. Great number. Great song. Kind of catering to our guest judge to an extent, you know, mm-hmm. like he's definitely going to enjoy this. Of course. Um, so it was definitely a good showing by Alexis. Mm-hmm. And I feel I like I, I love her talking heads. Same. She's so like, she's so naturally like funny. Yeah. Shay Coulee pole dance. It was like, I love Shay, but like I've seen her do more impressive stuff. I feel like. Yeah, I wasn't sure this is what I expected from her. And it kind of felt like she just did it. Like, to be different? I, to be different. Like, I think she's smart enough to know this was not going to win based off of what the judges normally go for. Mm-hmm. Though, like, you kind of never know. Because, like, remember the Tatiana, like, same parts thing? which was like a spoken word thing. So like she went for something really unexpected and maybe Shay was like thinking about, oh, well, maybe if I try something different too. But Tatiana succeeded in that because of like the type Humor. of comedy, yeah. you know? Yeah. No, but I loved Shay. It was great to see her uh, do that. Mm-hmm. Okay, Maya Miller. Uh, kind of a tribute act to her iconic- Herself. Uh, mean performance of the drama with mm-hmm. the eyes and everything, except she changed up the song. It wasn't the song that she's performing to in that number. Well, they can't perform, yeah, like music that's not original. Yeah, exactly. And then she seems to <laughs> just mess up the lyrics midway. <laughs> just like flop. Yeah, so that was sad to see because we've already seen her kind of flop her first go around. Mm-hmm. So I was hoping that we would get a better mayhem this time around. I mean, there's always episode two. Yeah. There's always episode two. Uh, Mariah Paris Balenciaga. Great. She did the, the performance art with like wearing the, the white dress with the red paint and everything. Mm-hmm. Ricky was especially moved by it. I think like, I think it was well done. Yeah. Oh yeah, he he specifically called her out for it mm-hmm. after she was sent back as safe. Uh, one of the queens called her Mariah Angelou. 
I can't remember. <laughs> <laughs> okay, when Cracker walked out in that dill costume, I was like, not this. Not this again. Like, we've seen it on the show. We've seen it on, like, in the BA test kitchen. Like, we've seen it everywhere. Yeah. Speaking of, like, stuff is happening in the BA test kitchen, but we won't go into that because that would be a whole new podcast. Oh, my God. Uh, yeah, I, I feel like once she took off the dill, it was kind of just a generic work the world bouncing awesome. around song and number. Yeah, referencing like unafraid to reference herself over yes. and over and over again it's like the it's the monet exchange school of um drag race yeah like yeah. referencing the thing that people found funny in your season like monet with the sponge mm-hmm. so they, this is actually where they cut to a commercial and they tried to trick us Mm-hmm. that's what they, editors do honey thinking that making us think that india was gonna flop I know that that's what they do. And you know, this household, we are ready for the India Ferrisons. So I know. we're like, oh no, like, no, she's going to go the first episode. No. <laughs> Little did we know. Uh, but when we get back, Blair is singing some new music. Mm-hmm. But it was so strange. I feel like every single song performance had like different audio going on. Mm hmm. And I think Blair tweeted something about the fact that like she asked to perform like doing live vocals, but with a, with the backing, backing track, track, but then they didn't air the backing track on the episode. Interesting. She um looked like Lady Gaga about to jump off the top of the football stadium. Mm, good, good reference there. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Angina's Rue Megamix. <laughs> Oh, I felt, <laughs> I'm worried. <laughs> yeah, it's also like, I get, like, she's referencing back to season one when, like, it was, like, heavy on car, heavier on car themes, I feel yeah. like. and also the and, songs from season one. But, like, did she lip sync at all during this? Like, she barely lip, like, she forgot to do it. <laughs> and just, like, removing layer after layer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I gotta say that when they push her out in that little car, I was screaming, but then I was just like hiding my eyes for a while. And like when you do reveals like that, to me, none of the reveals had to do with the other. Like there yeah. wasn't like a theme going on here. No, 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 no. Yeah. I thought it was gonna be Angina in the bottom two. With, yeah, I did too. With Derek. Yeah, I did too. Because even though like Mayhem screwed up, there was like a little more pep in her step. Yeah, I think that producers probably want to keep Angina mm. around a little bit. Okay. Okay. Speaking of Derek, those impersonations. <laughs> I'll say, not all of them were bad. They were like, Okay, impersonations, but it should have been set up better. Okay, I I agree with you that they were not all bad, but how do you do this without ever trying it out? I know. And, like, don't format it like your TED Talk or whatever, just, like, standing there and walking around. Like, have have a shtick or something. I know. It, 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 It truly felt like this was the first time. Like, she had never even practiced it. 
She just I could wrote see that. It. She just wrote it down and then went out and did it. I could see that. Like not not practicing at home, not workshopping it in a club, not a thing. No, I could see that from her. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Juju lip syncing for her life. I mean, good on her. I know, but why were they trying to sell us the illusion that like Blair said something like she's really singing from her soul? I don't know. Maybe she was. Maybe maybe her singing <laughs> looks like lip syncing. I mean, then she should really be hit in, the, hit in the road. Yeah, but it was good because, like, do you remember her first season? They had a singing challenge, and she, like, totally oh. melted down. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it's, like, good that she, like, came off really poised and, like, great. It's a, it's a redemption moment. Yeah. yeah. Also, is she going to wear this wig the entire season? I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> okay, India Farah. India the Farah. Drag is not a contact sport. This was like the perfect mix of reference and moments, but mm-hmm. also like a good performance. Yeah. When she slides across that, like down that runway and almost like hits the ends, it yeah. scares me, but it enthralls me. It enthralls me. Uh, it was definitely, like, I think it was the winner and it was the right winner. Yeah. I've heard things from drag queens talking about drag and drag queens talking about drag, drag queens talking about drag race and like different queens. And whenever they talk about India Farah, they say that she is like a drag queen's drag queen as far as like how she styles herself, the way she does her makeup, yada, yada, yada. I get, I hear that a lot for her and for Roxy Andrews. I don't know exactly what it means, but just so you all know. I'm, but I know I I see what it means because I feel like she reminds me of the girls we see in real life. Yeah, like the shows that they put on. Mm-hmm. You know, okay. I haven't gone to a drag show in forever. Oh my god! Not I even know. just because of COVID, like just out of laziness. <laughs> out of laziness. Wow. Okay, so they explain the rules. We had trouble in this household, specifically Alex had some trouble. <laughs> I mean, granted, we were a few wines in, which mm-hmm. like, is not going to help understanding new rules being presented to us for the first time. Yeah, I was also confused, but I was just going with the flow, not yeah. trying to figure it out. Uh, I got to say, I love the girls backstage kind of dragging Derek for giving us more, 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 more. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then Derek justifying it, pointing to each girl, being like, oh, this would be dream within a dream, Brittany. This would be like <laughs> the Onyx Hotel, Brittany. I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> like, as if all of us at home know all these references. What Brittany are you dressed as today? <laughs> I'm like, I'm pajama workout Brittany right now. Okay. Yeah. So, Okay. The, these are the rules. The winner, the winner who's like part of the cast, lip syncs against a lip sync assassin. They get to pick someone they want to send home from the bottom two. Mm-hmm. Everyone else is a jury that decides who goes home if the assassin wins. No, if the assassin doesn't win. No, if the assassin wins, they, they decide. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. I'm still confused. <laughs> so what did not make sense to me is why do the bottom two vote 
Yeah, that doesn't make sense. But I guess like Survivor, that happens on Survivor. Unless, unless like someone's gonna pull a Bendela and vote for themselves. Mm-hmm. Um. So, out of the voting, what didn't really make sense to me is why Juju voted for Mayhem. I mean, maybe she saw Derek's performance as more entertaining to her. Yeah, I, I don't know. I feel like also I like I like people breaking with like the crowd. We don't need a Yunnan. I, <laughs> I know, I know. Okay, so we get Evie Oddly. Queen. Who I gotta say, people gotta go back and watch the um the Brooklyn Heights Evie Oddly lip sync to Demi Lovato Sorry Not Sorry. Mm-hmm. It is actually a legendary lip sync performance. I think the problem is what happened with Evie is that that season, because it came after All-Stars 4, everyone was so fatigued. So, I mean, like, true, true fans win. And I I mean, watched, and I think people will continue to watch. But, like, it was harder at that point to get as excited for Drag Race. Now that they've switched the script and done the new season first in the year and then all stars. I think it keeps us excited through both seasons. Yeah. And Evie's a good queen. I think her season's cast was not a great cast. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that just, season got like kind of like annoying in the middle. Yeah. Versus like this past season, I was pretty into for all of it. I think mm-hmm. granted we're living in different times. Uh, Live in La Vida Loca. Great song. A beautiful song. Uh, I remember that song from being at camp when I was in elementary school. Ricky Martin was famously the first concert I went to in my life. Mm-hmm. So holds a special place in my heart. I gotta say, Evie Oddly was winning it with her usual like tricks of, her tra- of the trade. Uh, but I gotta say, when India pulled out that slide into mm-hmm. Evie... I thought, okay, we got we got a match. We got a competition here. Yeah, but Evie ended up winning. Mm-hmm. So this part I I missed during my first uh, viewing. The ten thousand tip, ten thousand dollar tip rolls over to next week, which is wild. So that imagine was, getting twenty thousand dollars from one lip sync potentially. Yeah, that is a lucrative lip sync. So yeah, I'm into it. Uh, I'm loving this star. I, th- mm-hmm. I mean, we obviously have a front runner, but I do think there's a few other girls that like could take it as well. Agreed. Uh, and it's just nice being like, at, this is what Alex always says. Like, I just like being with my old friends in mm-hmm. terms of watching an all stars versus a new season. Totally. So it's been nice to, and it's a great, it's a great combo of gals. Great combo of gals. And then also we get to see a, like another gal each week come in and mm-hmm. assassinate. I know, I love an insa- No, I don't, I don't want to say that. <laughs> <laughs> and now, a word about our sponsor, Best Fiends. It's the game that Brendan and I have been into for months now. The hit mobile puzzle game, Best Fiends, where you match three or more of the same color, all while recruiting a team of cute bug characters that help you take down the enemy slugs. I recently hit level 140, and what keeps me coming back 
is how they keep the game fresh every month with new events. I also just love to jump in when I have a few minutes to play during a commercial break of one of our favorite TV shows, and it's so easy to do so since the game is always with me on my phone. I love swapping in and out the different bugs and seeing what team works best for each level. Engage your brain with fun puzzles and collect tons of cute characters. Trust me, with over 100 million downloads, this 5-star rated mobile puzzle game is a must-play. Download Best Fiends free on the Apple App Store or Google Play. That's friends without the R. Best Fiends. Okay. Shall we move on to Roni up in Newport? Yeah, but but first, but first, before we go to Newport, I have some breaking news. Okay. So Tinsley Mortimer posted 14 minutes ago on her Instagram, and she wrote, Thank you from the bottom of my heart to all my fans and friends who supported me and are happy for my fairy tale ending. Without Roni, I would have never met my Prince Charming Scott. Being a housewife was such a fun experience, and I thank Bravo Andy and all the wonderful people at Shed Media and Bravo TV. Swipe for a trip down memory lane. I love you all so much. Um, and that seems to be saying that she is done with the show. Wow. Uh, I think actually that it reminds me that uh, today we actually got a mid-season trailer. Yeah. In which Tinsley was not shown at all. Well, I we also just got sent a tweet from... Danny Pellegrino that says tonight is Queen Tinsley's last Roni and I will miss her. <gasps> wow. Okay. I'm curious to see how that plays out, but we are going to be talking about her second to last Roni. Where she- oh, then he's sorry. He followed up. Maybe she'll pop in later in the season, but I think this is her last official app. Okay. Wow. 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 Things are breaking. Oh my God. Sorry. More breaking. Okay. Sonia commented. And without me, you wouldn't have met. So happy for you, girl. You got the fairy tale. Moved to NYC to live with a true girlfriend who was there with, for you with open arms. I got you on Roni, and my co-star introduced you to Scott the Man. May all your dreams come true. I'm always here. This, nar- this narrative. <laughs> Sonia Rita. Wow. As if, like... Tinsley never would have moved back to New York if not for Sonia offering to host her in her townhouse. Truly wild. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Shall we talk about Newport? Yeah. Crazy. Okay. It's interesting. We're picking up with when we're at that like outdoor bar recuperating from the prior night uh, where Leah was acting crazy. Mm Mm-hmm. Sarah shows up. I'm excited to see her. She reminds me of so many girls I went to college with. Oh. Just like that, like, East Coast, like, rich sensibility and harsh bangs. She's, she definitely, like, reads as, uh, like, a, a girl who grew up in New York, but, like, mm-hmm. a certain type of girl that grew up in New York. Like, not, yeah. uh, not like a borough girl like myself. But like an <laughs> like a New York City gal, yeah. Um. Okay, so Dorinda calling New York one public access, I thought was interesting. <laughs> 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 like, like who's that? Who's that main newscaster? 
Pat Kiernan. Pat Kiernan. Like, Pat Kiernan's just, like, filming that in his basement or something. <laughs> what is it? It's public, right? Yeah. But it's not, like, public access. But, but there is, like, a separate public access mm-hmm. channel in New York. Right. And it's not... I don't think it's New York One. Yeah. Watch, and watch the, I'm wrong and I look like an idiot. It's it's okay. Um, that traffic girl, Jamie Stelter, who's married to Brian Stelter, who Sean Hannity calls Humpty Dumpty. Oh, wow. Okay. Uh, so Sarah tells Dorinda that she lives in Williamsburg. And Dorinda says how much, how cool she thinks Williamsburg is. And she was talking with Hannah about going there and getting a hotel so that they could go out there. <laughs> It's so stupid. <laughs> Though I was the one talking about getting a hotel for your wedding in Williamsburg, but that yeah. was like di- that was different. Yeah, <laughs> that was like because it was I wanted to hang out with my friends, not because I didn't think I could get home from Williamsburg back to Manhattan. I don't know. Maybe you are. You are Dorinda Hart. True. We learned that Tinsley and Dabney made out ten years ago as a joke. That is wild to me. It's so nauseating. And thankfully, Leah agrees as uh, she expresses in her testimonial. Um, so out of curiosity, I looked up, uh, well, actually, Alex looked it up and then showed me the prices on this hotel they're staying at. Mm-hmm. They're wild per night. It's like in the hundreds, Thousands. hundreds into like a thousand and change per night. Well, it's nice. I know it's really nice, but to me, it looked like a cutie little, like, here's a cute little cottagey hotel. But it's Newport, honey. I know. I guess I'm just, like, not a Newport baby. Like, I don't really know what's going on. It's like, it, it's like she, she, she. Wow. Okay. Good to know. Um, so, the way this whole day and tonight transpires is really <laughs> strange. <laughs> Because we're at this bar, that, and it felt like that was the morning, and then they were there for lunch, and then we learn about the making out, like, around four o'clock, and then we have dinner at eight. Mm-hmm. And a lot transpires between <laughs> now and then that we're not really privy to, as exemplified by Dorinda walking into Luann's room slurring. Yeah, usually she takes a nap from four to six or whatever, yeah. And today she decided just to drink through it <laughs> at a bar by herself, it sounds like, and call John. Yeah. She seems to be taking this John thing very hard. Mm-hmm. Well, they were together for, like, so many years. Yeah. But it, but it does seem like the split was her. She wanted it, though, right? Yeah, but, like, sometimes, you know, breakups are weird. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, so we go to, we go to that restaurant, which I think Tinsley coordinated because her friend owns it or something. Mm-hmm. The ta- their table is ready, but the, the gals want to hang out at the bar. <laughs> oh my God. This was so stressful. Also paired with the fact that like at the table, the chairs were like director chairs. Did you notice that? No, I didn't notice that. There were those like weird director chairs with like cloth backs. It felt very claustrophobic. Yeah, definitely. Uh, they're all talking to this man at the bar who I, I, I saw articles popping up on Twitter feeds or Facebook or something, but I didn't click into it about how he's like actually a terrible man in real life. 
Well, I sent you a thing, so it's good to know that you don't click into things when I send them to you. Yeah, but if that was at late night, I can't be held responsible for. <laughs> it wasn't yet. late night. It was on our chat with P and Connor. Oh. Which you okay. like pay more attention to. Wow. Okay. <laughs> but like, basically, he like said some really disparaging stuff about feminists. I think he ran for office at some point. Oh, nice, nice. Um. I love the camera zooming in on Lou touching his hand as Ramon is flirting with him. These women, so horny all the time. Leah coaching Tinsley on how to appropriately wrangle the cats, (laughs) which Tinsley cannot do. Um, Leah and Sarah come up with a plan to distract the band with their youth and beauty. Mm-hmm. But then end up just getting into a fight with him, causing him to start storm off. <laughs> oh my god! Um, do you think this is like Leah's attempt to bring Sarah onto the show? I gotta say, would not mind a a Caroline Dina Manzo part two. Yeah, I kind of like the dynamic of having sisters, and like they're they both have a pep in their step. Mm-hmm. I'm interested in both of them. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm into it. Uh, so Ramon is so pissed and is so nasty to Leah's sister. Oh my God. <laughs> like, like Sarah is confronting Ramona about ignoring her and she's like, whatever. <laughs> That's almost worse than actually being outwardly mean to some, like someone back. I know. You're just like brushing them off completely. It is truly worse. Yeah. Uh, meanwhile, we have Elise having to babysit Dorinda. <laughs> Again. I think, oh yeah, they had captioning just un- unintelligible <laughs> words. <laughs> and I was happy that Dorinda, like, for once in her life, at some point came to and read the room and left. I know, this is like, a, is this a first for Dorinda? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it truly helped her not get into any more trouble. She was definitely, like, at the tipping point. She was starting. Yeah. She wanted to just go home watch Ghost Hunters and eat a burger. Beautiful. Though that's scary to me, Ghost Hunters. I, oh, really? I feel like that would be so up your alley. Mm, I can't watch it alone. Okay. Um, so, I don't remember if it was Ramona or Sonia, like, literally saying out loud, the sister is like a demon. Oh my God. <laughs> When Leah and Sarah and Tinsley get up and Leah throws the ravioli, <laughs> Ramona, as Elise points out, barely even reacts. <laughs> <laughs> like the ravioli's on her face and she doesn't even do anything about it. <laughs> uh. But what's so interesting is the role reversal we're getting. Like, Leah's on her best behavior, and all the other women are acting insane. Oh, my God, I know. And then there's, like, the whole thing, like, Sonia's new narrative with Leah. Like, she's, like, not great. She's been arrested. And it's like, we've got your mugshot, too, babe. I know. And, like, Leah was actually arrested for, like, something more worthwhile. Well, also, Leah was arrested... Uh, Uh... In her youth, further, basically. Further in the past than Sonia's yeah. arrest. Sonia's arrest happened between seasons three and four. Yeah. 
So they celebrate throwing the ravioli by having Leah and Tinsley make out. Beautiful. And That's the scene of- that was like such a big deal in the trailer and it just felt like not much here. Yeah, like blink and then you like at the commercial. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's it. Like we wake up and we kind of just like stumble our way back to New York City. Mm-hmm. Lou's planning Mary Fuck Kill. I don't God. really care about this. Like I, we need to put to rest the cabaret storylines. I met that guy at um, BravoCon. Oh. Her producer. Wow. Care to share anything? No. <laughs> Talked to him for like two seconds, then I went and got another drink. Okay. Uh, we meet, Le- like, we're really laying the groundwork to have Leah stick around for a while because we're meeting mm-hmm. her parents now as well. Yeah. Uh, they're definitely like uh, an interesting pair. They're very like old school New York City couple they seem, to me. They seem too old for this. No, right? <laughs> no, I think it's just like they are like they're not that much older than like Ramona, I don't think. I just think they like they're a little more crunchier. They're like more like Hell's Kitchen and not like Upper East Side. I don't know where they live, but they give me vibes. There's a lot of like older people who live in my neighborhood who've been here forever and ever and ever, and they remind me of that. Um, I think they moved out of the city. Oh yeah. It- because wasn't like that part of Leah's origin story how she was like acting up because she like they moved away or something? Totally. I mean, they're definitely like really crunchy compared to like anyone else on the show. Yeah. Okay, so we have a, a they they call it a spill the tea party for one minute, but then they call it the relax relate reset party. It just was like in one of those like shared communal spaces in like all that all those high rises have. That's it, like. It literally looked like they were eating in a hallway. I know there was like a sink right next to the table. But I think that this is this is still Dorinda's apartment building. So like, mm-hmm. does she get like a credit to her rent statement? Like each time she does promo for them or something? I think she does because remember at one point when she first moved in, she was always tagging the yeah. building in her posts. It's like I think it's like a lower key version of what um, Tavi. Gevison was doing. Yeah, 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 for sure. Tavi? Yeah, Tavi. I think that's that's how you pronounce it. Okay, I gotta say that, like, also, Leah does a great job at apologizing. Mm -hmm. She's, like, one of the best apologizers. Good for her. Like, she knows what to say to her target audience. And to skill you need on the show. Yeah. It really is. Oh, yeah. Like, I, I think across the franchises what we don't like is when something lasts too long between like um two party, women like yeah parties at war yeah um okay the only other big thing was dorinda and tinsley having mm-hmm. to sit down and i thought it was going to be like a makeup thing and dorinda's like i saw you and i saw you were in niagara falls with scott Mm-hmm. So I wonder if this is the the boulder that's rolling down the hill of Tinsley getting off the show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, seems like, like she, it. Like, seems like Scott doesn't want anything to do with it now that it's coming up on the show. Yeah. It's like blending too much. Well, like they hung out and he probably was like, if you want us to work, you have to stop filming. Mm-hmm. And then here we are. Here we are. And that's it for New York, baby. It worked. Shall we get to the Freak of the Week and the One True Queen? 
Yeah, so I can go ahead and do the freak. Yes, please. I mean, I hope it's the last time we ever talk about these people. Yeah. So it's Stassi Schroeder's mom, Dana Schroeder, is urging Vanderpump Rules fans to campaign on Stassi's behalf to Bravo and hopes that she will be rehired. On on Wednesday, one day after Schroeder was fired by the network for past racist behavior, Dana directed a fan inquiring about Stassi to an Instagram account titled at stand up and support Stassi. While it's unclear who runs the account, it promotes a change.org petition calling for Stassi and Kristen duty, who was also fired to stay on the show. The account is also asking fans to call Stassi's former PR agency, Metro public relations who dropped her as a client on Tuesday. What I have to say to Dana is just like, give it a rest like yeah. move on, go fix your daughter's racist behavior instead of trying to get her rehired at this time. Yeah, you could like peep her in plenty of Instagram comments. Yeah. Um, I have a side question. Change.org petitions, like are those good things to partake in in general? Or um, I, know, I know you're not supposed to do- put money to it because that just goes to them as a website. Mm-hmm. It's not like going to any sort of particular cause. I mean, they've been successful in the past, depending. Um, I think it's like, there's like criticism of the platform for being like an open platform for like anyone to use. So like, you'll mm-hmm. find like petitions for things on like all types of sides. Sure. sure. Um, I know, I don't know the exact ins and outs of the issue, but they're going through something like really publicly right now involving a lot of their former um employees speaking out against them including some people i know um so look into that if you're interested i can't like speak to it on right now because i just don't have like the article or whatever in front of me sure sure okay and then obviously our one true queen portia who has been all over the network obviously this past week and their and their instagram live um it's been amazing to hear her take on everything that's going on Mm -hmm. um She's been a great voice to listen to, and she is clearly our queen. Yeah, we have no choice. We have no choice but to stand. So thank you for tuning in this week. Uh, You could obviously find us online on Twitter and Facebook at Come Through Queen. Our Instagram is Come Through Queen Podcast. You can find me on Twitter at IDKIDK and Brendan at NotBrendan. This week, we are continuing our... DC recap journey over on the Patreon. So you could tune into that. And as we mentioned earlier in this episode, next week and the next we'll be releasing our episodes on the earlier side of the week. So stay tuned for that. Anything else, Brendan? Yep. That's it. Like, comment, subscribe, hard share, retweet. Love us, love us. Please retweet. See you next week. See you next week. Bye. Bye. Come through, Queen. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowl and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowl and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. 
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volur XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you.